that's the goal of every game. Obviously, there's some things that we would love to fix and wish we could have performed a little bit better, right, in a lot of different areas. But um, you can't disrespect this game and, and not celebrate the wins. And the fact that we got that win, I was proud of our team, um, you know, competing. And got a lot of credit to, to UTSA. Uh, I thought Coach Taylor had that group going uh, and playing really, really well in all three phases. They had a great game plan <clears throat> and caused us some issues on, on both O and D. And um, you know, our guys, it felt like a, it took a while to get going, but I'm um, just proud of the way the guys were able to fight through and get a win. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll learn from this and get better. Um, there's, uh, I think if you're looking at it, we can help ourselves. It's uh, minimizing the, the mistakes that we made. Um, uh, play with more discipline, um, you know, being off sides and giving them free plays is not how we do it on defense. And, and then on the on offensive side, those penalties cost us as well. Little things like the fundamentals of football, ball security, all that stuff matters. But <clears throat> I don't want to take anything away from uh, UTSA and, and their preparation. I thought they came ready to go and, and um, you know, very, very uh, happy about the win and very excited about the opportunity to learn from this and get back on the field. We have less than a week to get ready for Houston. So uh, we're excited to get the work going and, and, and showing up again and making sure that we perform better than what we did here. You know, that's, that's the goal and learning as much as we can from this experience. Thank you. All right, we will start with Josh, then Jared, then Mitch in that order, please. Hey, Kalani, um, late third quarter, you guys are up 14-6 at the it seemed like Zach really kind of found the groove on that third touchdown drive. He went to the air. You guys ran the ball effectively. That third touchdown drive, do you feel like that was the best drive that you guys put together today? Yeah, I, I just um, hate that it came so late. You know, I, I think the first drive was nice until we got the, the, the fumble. And then it's just little things like being mindful of the football. That, that football does not belong to anyone specific. It belongs to the entire team, the program, and the fans. So we, we can't make those mistakes. And I thought, um, you know, we, 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 we've, like I said, give UTSA a lot of credit, but we didn't help ourselves in some of the issues now uh, that, you know, that we've been able to do the, the three previous games. Um, but a lot of that has to do with what UTSA did as a team. And, and uh, we've we got to make sure, as, as a head coach, i got to make sure that our team is ready to play and performs at its best every week. Um, not sure if this was, this was our best, you know, and, and, uh, but very, very uh, happy that we got the win and looking forward to, to learning from this and getting better. Kalani, what's the message when a game is sloppy like that? You had a bunch of plays that just didn't seem to be run as crisply as you have. The defense, you know, at times seemed to be out of position, things like that. What do you say during a game like that to try and keep things, you know, and try and correct those things while, while keeping the team moving forward uh, when, when the game's on the line? Yeah, it's the little things. It's it's the fundamentals of the game, and, and sometimes the little things like like uh, you know hustling to the line of scrimmage, in and out of the in and out of uh, off the field when they're when they're sub substitution are going. You know when we're getting our personnel sets, it's the little things. You, you don't go into an extravagant um, like hey, this is the reason. You just go into the little things and do you do them all right? Line up correctly, stop jumping off sides, and give them free plays. It's the focus and the discipline that needs to happen and. And like I said, I, I need to do a better job as head coach and make sure that they're ready. You know, we, we've been really, really good before, and I think our guys are really aggressive, wanting want to make plays and things like that. But you're only – all we can do is them doing their 111th and then the whole team works. It's just – it's not – you can't go outside of your own um, responsibility 
and try to do more than that. And that's where we saw some guys, you know, reaching and trying to do more than their actual job. And it cost us, it cost us mistakes, penalties, and turnover. You know, we just got to basically go back down to the fundamentals of the game and preach the fundamentals and techniques of it. And I think you'll see a lot of improvement. But that, I, I want to give UTSA credit. They, they did some things to make us uncomfortable. They did some things to, to make things really difficult for us on offense and defense. It wasn't just like we couldn't click for whatever reason. You know, they, they did some things that, that we haven't seen other teams do, and we need to have an answer because I think Houston will, will probably do a very similar game plan. Yeah, I hear you, Mitch. Unmute, Mitch. Is everyone giving Mitch a hard time right now? <laughs> Can you hear me now? There you go. Thank you. Yeah, Kalani, sorry about that. Uh, how big of an impact was that opening drive fumble in, in terms of setting the tone for maybe the rest of the entire day? Yeah, I, th I thought the, the response from our defense was good, you know, and, and um, I think, you know, like I said, we knew what Utesi was going to try to establish a run game and, and uh, do some things. So they have one of the best running backs in the country, you know, in a big physical line. But uh, I, I think that our team has seen adversity on, on a lot of different areas and, and our, our response has always been on point. And, um, you know, it just took a little while to get going and then, when you're looking at the mistakes, I have to look back at it, and I don't know how many of them were, were um, dealing with um, penalties and just getting behind the count. That's stuff that we can actually fix on our end. And, uh, you know, when you when you got some holding penalties, things like that, obviously we know we can play a lot cleaner than that, but it stops the drives. And uh, I know turnovers happen, fumbles, things like that, but we, we are a huge emphasis on ball security here. That's, that's one thing that we – Friday shows on it. And the fact that that showed up was was, was not going to work for, for us, and we need to do better, and I need to coach it better. All right, let's do Gurney, Jay Drew, and then Jay Catch. Yeah, Coach, it seemed like in the game's most difficult moments, uh, Zach was still able to make some phenomenal throws and really trust in his receivers, particularly Dax Milne. Uh, can, can you maybe speak into the work that goes into it where he can just – feel so comfortable in, in pulling out big plays when everything's going wrong, it seems like. He's got great targets. Um, Dax knows how to get open, and he's, a, he's really explosive on the offensive side. Uh, Gunner, Neil, Isaac, you know, we have a lot of guys I think can com contribute to the offense, and you look at the run game with, with Lopini and Tyler. So um, there's a lot of different things we can do as a team. Um, just got to be more efficient as a group. And I, I, I was proud of our team. We got the win. Right? And, and, and um, there's things that we could do better and improve on from this week to next. And I look forward to fixing it. But uh, the players, the effort, the, everything was there. I don't want to keep taking, saying, I keep saying that we, you know, we're making mistakes and this and that. But as yeah, UTSA had a lot to do with it, you know. And, and, and I thought it was, if there's any silver lining on this, it's that we were able to be uncomfortable a little bit. And, and uh, I told the team, we've been in this position. There's a lot of seniors there where we've lost these games. You know, and been in a situation where we lost the momentum and lost these games, and it felt good to get this win. It felt good to to be able to be four and zero and to learn from this and try to get better. And I, I think we'll perform a lot better next time. And the fact that we get less than a week, I think that's a positive for us. These guys are excited to get back on the field. 
um, you know, we celebrate the win because we got it. And, and now we, as soon as we're done with this, we leave the lock when we start working on, 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 you know, playing Houston and trying to be at our best. So uh, I think there's a combination of different variables here. And I would have, uh, I don't know what the score would have been had we made less mistakes and, and taken care of the football better. But I, I think uh, I just like the fact that our guys believe in each other. They love each other. You can see it when they, when they take the field. And I'm um, just happy that we were able to fight through and get this win. Kalani, you kind of hinted Monday in your press conference and talking about not patting guys on the back. you got to get to work. Did you notice anything in practices leading up to this that there might have been a complacency or anything setting in at all? No, the guys have always worked hard, you know, and it's just you guys stop telling them how good they are. You know, that'd be, that'd be helpful. <laughs> but I think, I think uh, you know, this is every, everybody's, I, I don't do a lot of the social media stuff because I'm older, but I think that's kind of like this, this uh, generation, that's what they do. But I, I think the key is to ask these guys to be razor sharp and focused on what we're trying to accomplish as a team and, and, and avoid the distractions. The distractions can come in a lot of different forms. It could be criticism. It could be praise. There'll be a lot of things there that we need to just stay focused on what we're trying to get done. And now, with this with this close win, I think these guys are ready to get back at it and improve. Um, I, I don't think, from what I saw in the week of preparation, the guys, the guys have always given us their best effort. And this is a combination of UTSA doing some great things on their, on their side and then us just not taking advantage of some opportunities that we had on so That's, But uh, when you look at it and the stats, we were able to, our goal was to stop the run. Thought we did a pretty good job holding Sincere McCormick to, to what, 42 yards rushing. That's a good sign for us. And then I thought, um, you know, they brought in uh, Narcisse to throw the ball, and I thought he was he was uh, 17 of 20 for 229 yards, two touchdowns. That's too efficient. We didn't disrupt him enough, you know. So uh, glad that they were able to, to test us, but we, we didn't respond well enough, and there was too, too much efficiency on the offensive side in the second half. And defensively, we might have to improve that because – I think Houston's got, got some good film to watch now. Kalani, I wanted to ask you about that offensive line for you. you had Joe Tukuafu make his second straight start, but it seemed like Zach was under more pressure today than he has been previously. Any particular reason why? Yeah, UTSA is a, a lot more um, aggressive in their game plan. They, they pressure a lot more than other teams and definitely more than any team we play. Um, that's the reason why I think they lead the, the country in TFLs. Uh, they, they, they're going to they're going to try to get after you and pressure you a lot. And I thought we were going to respond to some of it, but some of the, some of the times that we weren't able to, whether it's pass pro in the run game, uh, we weren't able to, to do enough, you know. And uh, But I look at some of the stuff that we did running the ball. I like I liked that Tyler Argier had a lot of yards and the averages were there for him and, and the entire offense to run the ball. Just putting it putting it together and having the, the offense run smooth, we, we've seen it be a lot smoother in, in the past. And, and there are times in, in this uh, – Game that was smooth, but there's times that it just wasn't wasn't what we're used to. And so we'll, we'll do everything we can to get it back on track and, and get more points on the board. When it comes down to it, we'd like to see more points on the board with, with uh, the type of athletes that we have on this offense. And on defense, we, we think we can cause more disruption and be a little bit more stout with the type of athletes we have on defense. Jake, did you have a follow-up? Yeah, I just wanted to ask real quick. We saw the fumbled exchanges between Zach and Algier. Is there anything particular going on there that they told you? Yeah, it's got to be better. That, 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 that's uh, whether it's, you know, lack of focus or whatever it is. 
um, not understanding miscommunication that can't happen. So we need to improve that. But fortunate part is I think that's something that we should be able to fix quickly. The unfortunate part is that we've left some plays out there that we could have taken advantage of if we just were smooth with the transition and handoff. So that's just that's just one part of, of what we could be better. There's a lot of different places on offense and defense where we can be a lot cleaner. But happy the guys got the win. I'm proud of how hard they played. They're physical. We did some really good things on offense, defense, and special teams. Looking forward to getting on the film, the film and, and learning from this. I really pleased with the way our guys were able to battle and get this win. So I, I don't want to take away from from the result we want, you know, and, and, and let's get better. And it's it's a lot easier to, to win and, and get better and, and demand more from your team than it is coming off a loss. Okay, we're going to do Norma and Jared, and then we're going to move on to Dax Mill. Hey, Coach. For the first time this season, you guys uh, were trailing in the first quarter and were even unable to score in the first quarter. What type of uh, response did you see from your team going into the second quarter? What did you tell them? What was going on? Yeah, there, was, there was no panic. I thought the leaders were in control of the team. There's not a lot of panic. We, we've been, I, I think we were driving and then t- chose to take it into the next quarter, right? And, but I, um, you know, we, we wanted to be aggressive. We wanted to put points on the board, but we knew that we would be um, that we had a couple downs. I think we went on fourth down and got that touchdown. Um, we trust our offense and our coaches and our players. So um, I'm not really focused on, on, you know, trailing or all the stats of whether we score points every quarter or not. I just, I felt like um, UTSA did a great job slowing the game down. And I thought they tried to possess the, the ball a little more, run some clock and limit our possessions. And I thought they did a good job of that. I, I don't think defensively we made enough stops early to get off the field and get the ball back to our offense. We're going to try to get that done. And offensively, I think we can control the tempo a little bit more and, and try to be more explosive as a team. Polani, you got a big sack from Gabe Summers to get the ball back. And then the run game really propelled you down the field on that, four, on that fourth quarter drive that allowed you to have the two-score lead. That sequence, how big was that to see your boys make those plays in the fourth quarter when you had to, to, to kind of give yourself a little cushion? Yeah, I just, I, you know, it, the coaching in, in us is always like, man, you, you, you love the big plays that we're making. And I keep thinking about the ones that we didn't, the sacks that we had, and then let, let um, low Narcis get, get break free and throw a touchdown and break down in coverage because for whatever reason, we maybe we thought that he was, he was taken care of it. Uh, just, the, just that stuff is what what bugs me the most, and that's the coach in me. But the way the guys respond and the way the guys have been—I mean, the entire game, our guys are on top of it. They're, they're on it. They, they, they want to get back out there. And I think if you asked our players, they could have another 60 minutes to play a game again. They would, they would take it a heartbeat. You don't get that opportunity, you know. So we'll never get this game back. And so what we need to do is double down and make sure that we don't. Uh, make very similar mistakes so that make sure that we're uh, on point for the next one. And, and as a head coach, that's what that's, I want to do that. I want to get that done and I want to celebrate the win, but uh, definitely want to get better. I know we can play better than this and then, but a lot of credit to UTSA for making plays. Congrats on the win today, coach. Thanks guys. Uh, you know, you heard, probably heard the post conference, uh, the post, the post game press conference. conference. And, you know, I, I think, uh, Obviously, there's a lot of things that, to correct, but really happy to get the win. I'm going to build off it, stay positive as much as possible. Uh, if you look around college football, I, I think I heard some of the news of some of the scores. 
uh, it's just football is, is is a different game, you know, and, and you're going to have to grind some out, and this was one that we were going to have to grind out, and I was really proud of the way the guys performed and that we were get to, able to get this win. Now, uh, we got to learn from it, and quick turnaround, let's get, get after Houston, but I, I definitely am proud of the way the guys got this win. What will be the biggest positive you take from today, and what do you think needs the most immediate attention as you start prep for next week? Oh, the positive is that we played really well in a the, in the close game where, where things were kind of tight. We were able to see some of our situations like a uh, onside, uh, you know, a hand, good hands team. Um, we were able to, you know, try to find a way to get off the field and uh, possibly try to get a quick punt out of the way when they pressured. I think this is the second game in a row now that they've actually roughed the punter and not given them a chance to, to, to get the ball back at the end of the game, you know. And um, I thought they did some things that are different than what we saw and, and gave us some pressure against our offense. And, and defensively, they did try to possess the ball, try to do a lot of max pro, a lot of take shots down the field, but try to run the ball. And I, I think, um, you know, our response was good, but i like to see uh, more dominance on defense and and, um, and make some plays. I think, you know, there's some tight windows out there, but I, you have to give credit to Narcisse made some good throws, you know, and he was obviously 17 to 20. He was on point today, and, and I don't think we disrupted him enough, but uh, being able to take care of the run game, I was really proud of our guys, and, and if we can keep doing that as a team, make teams be more one-dimensional, one, one I think that will help us on, find more success. Yeah, on that note, you've re- you referenced Sincere McCormick. He was averaging 132 rush yards per game, kept 90 below that today. He had a really nice yards per carry average coming into today. It goes down to 3.8. And in three of his four games, he'd had at least one long run of 25 yards or more. Never got to that today. And so you did a nice job keeping plays in front of you. Yeah, and I, you know, I think it was one big run that he had that, 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 that was the bulk of his yards. And the rest of the time, the other 10 runs were, I think we, we kept it under control. Um, obviously, the uh, you know, whenever they start running the quarterback and things like that, that helps us. On defense, we, we were able to force them to be a little bit you know, third and long in some, some throwing situations. Didn't take advantage of it. I, I thought we there, we should have had some picks, man. There was a um, he made some great throws, but there are also times where, where I don't know if we lacked the the right technique, and uh, I don't know if we had the right technique or if we had the right fundamentals, had our eyes right or missed assignments. I had to watch the film, but there's times that those the ball went up in the air. We should have came down with some picks, you know, and, and that's what I would like to see. And obviously, we left some sacks out there. We've got to find a way to to just can't make those type of mistakes over and over again missed tackles or missed sacks, missed, missed big opportunities uh, on defense to create some, some disruption. Coach, you talked about the, well, a little bit ago you mentioned the quick turnaround. So normally a Friday game in October, uh, second week of October, means uh, as a player you're prepping mostly mental because you're trying to, with that one less day of rest, you're trying to recoup that back and you're kind of in the dog days of the season. Obviously different circumstances here. There was Navy, then a long break, and then there's been these few games. Uh, what's this week going to look like for, from your guys? Are you going to emphasize rest or are you going to try and get out there and get their juices flowing to uh, you know make sure that you've uh, cleaned some things up and, and are prepared heading into Houston Friday night? Uh, coaches, we're going right back to work. Um, you know, we, we don't work on Sunday, so we're in, there's still time left in Saturday. So we're going to go put this film, grade it, and get it done and improve on it and try to have a plan in place by the time we get to Monday, um, sharpen it up a little bit, and then practice those the, the practices that we have on Monday through through Thursday and be ready for that game Friday. I think player-wise, they're really excited about this game, you know, and um, I, I can only I can only see from what I what I view, but like you know, Houston played on Thursday. There's a lot of talk about that game on Friday, and it's like 
guys, let's like let's let's get this game going, you know. And, and now the game's here, so we can keep talking about Houston and let's get this turnaround going. I'm, I'm glad that, that we get to get get on the field again. And um, you know what I need to do is try to keep, you know, emphasizing the fundamentals of the game, the, the little things that matter the most, and 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 whether it's tempo or um, urgency. You know, I don't know if we had enough urgency on defense and offense, specifically on offense. I don't know if we could get in the right rhythm. You know all about that, Riley. You know what I mean? It's like yep. getting in a rhythm. And, I, and and part of that is what UTSA, UTSA did. They they were able to disrupt it a little bit, and they disguised a lot of different looks and may have gotten to, gotten uh, Zach a little confused. But the run game, we, we you know, targeting um, their blocks and things like that. I thought we did some good things. I thought Tyler was able to find break some tackles and find some some seams there. I, UTSA is a good team, and, and I thought they played really, really well today. I think they might have played – one of their better games this uh, you know of the year now, and um, we just didn't do as much as I thought we could, and uh, and as much as we planned on, and and then now's the time to fix it, and let's let's uh, let's get it all fixed by the time we get to Houston. Yeah, you mentioned that rhythm, uh, like the ball was on the twice. We haven't seen an issue with quarterback running back exchange yet, and then the ball was on the ground twice in the course of this game, and one of them was a direct result of UTSA doing something different. Every time they do that, you know, where Zach takes the step to draw the D end in, and then the quick option pitch, well, he kept his shoulder square and, and went horizontal to the line of scrimmage, right? Kind of how you're supposed to play it, and so it ended up that the pitch relationship was two yards further. Pitch didn't get there all the way, not to mention uh, the fact that UTSA from the get-go uh, it, it made a concerted effort to try and get to Zach and light him up and bring five and sometimes six guys. I mean, late in the game, he identified the cover zero and went to Dax really well. Uh, but anyway, like you were already saying, Coach, uh, a lot of good tape, I think, and learning opportunities for the O-line, the backs, and Zach when it comes to identifying blitzes and, and ways that they were playing. W- would you say that they played you probably if, uh, played the offense UTSA brought a different defensive challenge than you'd seen up up to this point in the season. Definitely, and 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 I'm glad we saw it. You know, and and, and I think uh, if Houston were what I think they're going to do, I think they're going to do some things very similar. And um, it's important for us to change it up. And same thing on our defensive side. You know, we did some things a little different that that they haven't seen, and I thought they it took them a while to adjust to it. But there's also some things that we went back to, and then all of a sudden they they're planning against some drop eight stuff, and they capitalized on it. And so obviously we need to do better by mixing things up on defense and, and keeping them guessing. But um, you know, I, I just really disappointed on defense with some of the big plays that they made. When you jump off sides, the quarterback has a freebie. He's going to take a shot. They got nothing to lose. And we, it, it, it's different if we haven't seen that. We saw that from the very beginning. We saw it from other teams that did that. And it's costing us some plays, and we can't do that anymore as a defense. We've got to figure it out with its personnel. Because I know we do this a lot, but it's just lack of focus. That's my job as head coach. I got to get them ready. But the effort was there. The guys worked really hard. Give credit to UTSA for what they did. Our team needs to do better at responding to some of the things that put us put us in an uncomfortable position. So we'll, we'll, we'll try to get that fixed and, and make sure that we're ready by Friday. We'll take a break. We will come back with more from head coach Kalani Sitake. His Cougars go to 4-0 and on the year, defeating UTSA by a score of 27-20 today here at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. It was a final game of a three-game homestand. BYU won all three and has won all four on the year. It's on to Houston. Big meeting with the Cougars. Cougars and Cougars in six days, 4-0 and visiting 1-0. and We'll come back with more from the coach right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to Riley Nelson and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Well, for the first time this season, BYU found itself trailing in a football game. That's right. Before before today, the Cougars had uh, either been tied or leading for every second of every minute. But today, the Cougars were down 3 nothing before scoring 14 straight, went up 14-3 and end up uh, not trailing again on the way to a 27-20 win. BYU head coach Kalani Sitake joining Riley Nelson and me. As we wrap up, the Cougars win over the Roadrunners. So only one turnover on the day, Kalani, but it came on your first drive of the day and kept you from going in when it looked like you were going to get off to just the start you wanted to. Yeah, you know, I thought the way the offense was responding to their pressure was spot on. Zach was making great reads, and then all of a sudden the game, you know, just just, uh, the the fumble cost us, you know, and we're right there in the red zone getting ready to score, and and we've just got to take care of the football. That's, that's, uh, That's a... a program thing. I mentioned before that ball does not belong to any individual. That belongs to the team, and the fans, and everybody. It belongs to you guys too. So we can't be um, just thoughtless when we're just out there trying to swim with the football. You don't do that stuff. And uh, you know, obviously, we're gonna need to fix it. And and looking forward to getting that done. You know, but but um, you just can't. You can't just. I, I'm kind of like bypassing the mistake. It's a big mistake. We cannot do that again. The game of football is violent enough where the ball is going to get popped out sometimes even when you're trying to hold on to it. You just can't get, give, give them any freebies. You played another game today without center James Empey. Uh, is the expectation now that you've given him the two weeks that you get him back uh, for Houston? I, I believe so. He, he was a game decision. You know, It was game time. I mean, we, he was dressed, and uh, if we needed to, we would play him, but very little practice. I think next week we can plan on him being there. That, that's how I'm being a little really optimistic about it. But I, I believe he'll be ready for next week's game. How close is Sione Fee now to uh, upgrading your uh, running back room? I believe Sione will be ready for next week as well. And then, and, and then we're hope, hopeful with Tristan as well. You got Lopa, uh, Uriah Leotawa back playing today. Yeah, I, I love Lopa. I mean, he's you know, had that offside, so I obviously I'm trying to be positive about it but um you know i just i can't wait to teach him that we don't do that especially when we're echoing it not to jump and um you know so he he looked like it was his first game of the season and hopefully he can improve from from this game to next uh, backtracking for a second since you mentioned it late and i kind of skipped past it did you said you're hoping for tristan to get back uh, against houston as yes well? yes we're, we're hoping that that uh it'll, it'll, um we're, we're still evaluating it but there's a chance for that as well can i ask about ask about one more guy uh, someone that's kind of been forgotten about a little bit is keanu saliaponga yep. is is he someone that's working his way back in as well yes and and we're planning on him being back either this week or next that's that's uh very possibility, uh, a very high, a high possibility that that could happen. But so that 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 adds to our depth and 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 gives us some things to look at. But Joe Tukwafa did good and, and did some things up front that I thought was really nice. Uh, you know, did some things that we can improve on. He had a holding penalty that brought the ball back, and um, you know, I just I just there's a lot of a lot of mistakes, a lot of things to correct, and um, I can't wait to fix them in, in the next little bit. Yeah, that is a tremendously optimistic uh, kind of injury or update report status report. Coach, on the monitors up here, we got Louisiana Tech up seven nothing. Uh, Navy was leading last time, uh, was beating Temple last time we checked. Troy uh, beat Texas State, 
So, uh, you know, the the opponents have – they're good football teams that are winning games. I think I think UTSA is no different. I don't know what Conference USA looks like top to bottom, but to me this is for sure a bowl team um, and probably a team that's going to compete for a conference championship or at the very least a division championship. Uh, would you concur uh, with the evaluation of UTSA? I said right as we were about to uh, – right as the game was ending that we're going to look back and, you know, 27-20 uh, against UTSA is going to be a solid win because I think this is a, a good football team. You know, if you're looking at the athleticism, the size that, of that team, it's it's not they're making these huge steps in, in progressing towards becoming a really good program. But more than anything, Coach Trailer has those players believing. They came on the field pregame and everything, even through the field, they're, they're juiced up, excited to compete. Man, we had such great battles out there. And then after, because the Conference USA rules, we're not allowed to hug or to, to shake hands. And there was this feeling of they wanted to. You could see it, you know, but we had to honor the Conference USA rules. But there's a lot of great exchange at the end there. And, and man, they should be really proud of their team. You know, I, I think they gave they gave us a, a huge fight. And um, we, we've been in positions where we've been able to, uh, you know, perform out of our minds. I don't think they were they're performing out of their minds. I just think that if you look at it, this team is believing in each other and they're starting to find some momentum. But they last, lost last game by eight with hurt quarterbacks. This game, they used two quarterbacks and lost by seven. I think there's a lot of positive things going, but you see that they're believing in their head coach and their culture that he brings. And then there's a lot of guys that have played a lot of football there. That that experience matters a lot. The way that Narcisse played today, they may have found a new, a new starting quarterback for a while. Yeah, and there, you know, there's a connection. We knew, guys, Narcisse was a four-star recruit. He, he signed at LSU. Yeah, so, it was injuries late in his yeah. high school career, right? And he's a big time guy. I mean, Grimes and, and and Mateos know him. Like you know, we know that he can. He's an athlete. There's tons of film of what what um the oh gosh Frank Harris did last year. You know, so these guys they've gone through a lot of quarterbacks. They have experience. But now, if you're looking at their program as a whole, a lot of guys, a lot of playing time. I think they're going to do some good things. But this is, the game of football is, is different. You can't just slot these guys against these guys and say, oh, they should knock them out. But Troy's doing some good things. I think that you know. I, I think this team, this this uh, UTSA team, is going to do some good things as well. Finally, coach, you don't worry about things like uh, like point spreads, but uh, those who set them said BYU would do. A, you know, w- was a five touchdown favorite today. What's the right way to approach things when a game like this goes the way it does? It doesn't turn out the way many think it will, but you still get the win. You learn from certain things and. Can it serve in some way, even though you don't pay attention to those kinds of things, as, as a bit of a, a good primer for a really tough game you're playing here in six nights? Definitely. I, I think there's the, the goal is to play at your best, and we did. Uh, we felt like we didn't do that. I asked the team. They don't feel like they played at their best, right? And whatever the reason was, there's probably a bunch of different variables that go into it. We need to fix them. And, and, and um, yeah, we got the win, but we can't bypass the little details. But it's a, a collection of all these little things that matter the most penalties um lack lack of focus lack of urgency lack of rhythm on defense and offense and that stuff matters so much and you just can't bypass anybody and you need disres- you can't disrespect your opponents i don't know if any of that happened but i have 123 guys on this team and, and 72 that dress up so um probably have to talk about all of it you know and, and we have to approach everything because it's going to cover some people and really them just assessing what they did individually and how they were ready for this game or not um, and as a head coach, i got to get them ready, and, and I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, Houston's right up next, and we have uh, them on a short week 
I can't wait to see our guys perform in this game. Finally, you guys missed a PAT today for the first time in a long time, but it wasn't Jake missing it because Old Roy didn't play. How's he doing? Yeah, that that was a tough one this week. We were hoping to get Jake back, but um, you know, we we, we uh, you don't want to miss your kicker, and and um, that that was that hurt us a little bit. We had Rico kick off for us. He did some good things on the kickoff team, but. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw, we had the ball pinned at the 10-yard line that we missed a bunch of tackles, did bad, ang- bad angles, on the, on, and they got to the like, 34-yard line or whatever. But I, I think the kick game, we're hoping to get Jake back next week, and I think he's going to be ready. But um, if, if not, then Justin needs to make those field goals, those PATs and everything, and we need to find ways to make to, to win these games. You know, Hopefully Jake will be back, but I think we have some good options to go to just in case. But we need him to, to get healthy. Finally, from me, before I give it to Riley for a final word, uh, today was your birthday, and your guys gave you a win on your birthday, and they sang to you when it was all said and done, and, and maybe you've got some more stuff planned for the night that you, that you can uh, fully enjoy the day now that the work is done. At least a lot of the work is done. I know you're always working, but hope you get to enjoy uh, your birthday, and glad you got the win on it. Thanks, Greg. When you get to my age, it doesn't really matter anymore. You know, it's just like... <laughs> I mean, I, I'm going to go back to work. We have a short week, so I'm going to work and, and uh, you know, maybe just the only thing that's good is I get to eat whatever I want today. So I'm looking forward to that. But just happy we were able to get the win and happy that our, you know, our fans were able to enjoy the win. Can't wait to see them in, in the stands. That, I'm just hoping that we can get that done soon. That, that's something that our players are, are, very, are really missing right now. We hope that too, but happy birthday to you from me. So there you Appreciate it. Thank yeah, you so much. And, and Coach, as part of your birthday punishment, you got to relive some of the glory days with me. So Gunner passed you on the all-time receptions list. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. You had, now listen, though. You had 62 in your career. and it was, So Brandon Dolan was my coach, who I know you guys overlapped a little bit. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah. yeah I he, played with him. Yep. Yeah. So he uh, and we, I played with a guy named Manasse Tonga who had he would, and Manasse had the softest hands of any back that I played with. Harvey might argue that, but Manasse <laughs> had really buttery hands. Um, and Doman would always compare him to your hands. So, uh, what uh, of those sixty-two catches? How many came on ninety-five H option, or what was your go-to route? Were you catching them on, you know, kind of blast pass out of the backfield? Uh, yeah, t- I, tell us a little bit about how you racked up sixty-two receptions over the course of your BYU career. I think the majority of them were were last last. Like we got nothing else to go to, might as well throw it to this guy. <laughs> and then the other, yeah, right. I think that was the majority of it. And then the other half was probably the defense saying, "There's no way they're going to throw to this fat guy <laughs> coming out of the backfield." So it's deception, and you know, play like the play dead moment that I had. That, that, yeah. that uh, I just tricked him and letting me be open. So, but you know, I, I I love every second that I got to be on this field with my teammates, Brandon Doman, all those guys, and and. BYU is such a special place, and I'm just I'm so happy to be here as a head coach. Glad that we got the win, that we're undefeated right now, and that you guys are, are calling the game. So thank you so much. Well, Thanks, we, we, we think the world of you. We're grateful for you, and uh, we're so glad that you and the boys got the 4-0. We look forward to the week to come. Let's go. Let's keep it going. Love you guys. Go Cougs. Appreciate it. All right, that is Kalani Sitake with us on the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show.